and welcome to Funny Nobodies, a brand new podcast with myself, Connor Reed, and me, Psychic Stew. Described as the Torval and Dean of Comedy, we're graceful, elegant, good to look at, and have a non-sexual partnership. And sometimes, just like them, we fall flat on our faces. Join us in drawing back the curtains to reveal a glimpse into the world of stand-up comedy, a perspective from our level. And by no means are we pro-comedians, we're just two nobodies learning the ropes and sharing our experiences along the way. The glitz. The glamour. And the gossip. Tune in now from the start of our journey, because one day we will be... Bigger bigger than than Britney. Welcome back to our podcast, and what a week it's been. What a week it has been. So it's a week after we recorded the first episode, this is the second episode... And it's gone down really well. We've had a lot of downloads. We had far more than expected. And we've decided to make it a little bit more interactive. We've we've come up with an email. We do. It's funnynobodies at gmail.com. That's funnynobodies at gmail.com. He is an echo in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm on form tonight. I'm trying I? to be pro. <laughs> now, what it is, is we thought it'd be nice if you could get in touch with us leave comments tell us feedback. what you think yeah feedback and all that and also we have just started up although we haven't really advertised it a funny nobody's facebook page we also have a funny nobody's account on instagram on the gram on the gram we're cool and that's about it but you can follow us on our social medias i know mine's connor reed comedy both on facebook and on instagram and on TikTok. TikTok, my loves. And I'm Psychic Stew on all platforms. Well, that's a more professional way of isn't saying it, it, isn't it? Yeah, that I was, was thinking good. he is just going on and on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I do apologise. <laughs> I wish you could have seen that. <laughs> he just went to go, oh, and his chewing gum fell out of his mouth. <laughs> I told you chewing gum was bad for you. Hey, well, it's better than your dentures coming out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've had such a lush week and it's been... The episode is called All Aboard to Sheffield. All Aboard to Sheffield, this one anyways. Ooh, ooh. And <laughs> What train makes that noise? I was thinking of a bus. like. A... Oh, I'm thinking of trains. You know what I mean? Oh. Choo-choo. Oh, oh choo-choo. All yeah, Aboard to Sheffield. Um, just <laughs> you just burped. Hey, this is going so horribly wrong. I'm really sorry. I'm not recording <laughs> it again, though. It's getting late. Now, but it... it uh, Sheffield, we'll not go into it just yet, but it did come with some stories, didn't it? Not the promoter's fault or anything like that, but there was a couple of twists and turns to that gig. Yeah, so what we've done is, is we recorded some voice notes as we went along in the Fiat 500, and we when we came be, back... We should actually be sponsored by Fiat. We should, shouldn't we? <laughs> Fiat 500. But um, yes, we wanted to take you with us. And we hope we've kind of captured enough. But although we got very distracted by that. <laughs> we always do. Um, we always late a gig sometimes because we end up stopping in the little, in the little what they're called? Drive-ins. My, no, services. Yeah, them. So we kind of wanted to that, take you with us and have a like a day in the life experience. But it didn't really happen because you kind of hear us probably eating McDonald's and then driving home. But we're going to play you some clips. We're going to talk about the gig. Um... We're going to talk about any other exciting news and we're going to let you know what we've got coming up for the next week. So, the first clip we're going to play you is us on the way in our car. Okay, I say ours if I have some sort of ownership of it. <laughs> Don't you mean my car? Just play the clip. So, we're in the Fiat 500 and we are on our way to Sheffield. Two and a half hours drive in the Fiat. Fun in the Fiat. Fun in the Fiat, indeed. Yeah, we do have quite a bit of time to kill. Two hours still, don't we? So, so how are you feeling? 
Well, I'll be honest with you, very tired because I have been at work today as I am Monday to Friday. Um, but I'm not nervous yet because we've got two hours and usually I get more nervous as we get closer to the venue. Yeah, I'm normally a lot more nervous, actually. I said that in the last podcast. I normally feel, like, really nervous, but I'm okay today. Like you, I'm probably a little bit tired. I have been at work all day. Um, but I'll definitely be nervous, like, when we get there. Yeah, um, it'll pick up, won't it? But this is the reality of isn't it? This is what we're saying. Like, you do a full day at work, and then we've got two and a half hours drive to Sheffield for, like, a small amount of time on stage, and then two and a half hours drive back. Yeah, it's going to be a long one. And, and well, what is... Oh, Golden Arches! Oh, we'll be back with you in a second, Golden Arches. Yeah, let's stop and get food and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> and as you can see, the McDonald's was more important. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, we were meant to then turn the microphone back on and then we, <laughs> we just... Ended up sitting and eating McDonald's. So we like... had we had really good plans because I was going to get the McDonald's and we were going to sit in the car and chat about how we felt and it just didn't happen. No. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so uh, we were thinking about our McDonald's order. We were going to go like on the stomach, weren't we? In the last podcast, we did reference back to our eating habits and how that's changed as we've got more comfortable with comedy. Usually we would be uh, very lenient. Maybe it's a salad, something oh, like... I, I would be honest, sometimes I wouldn't eat at all that day would be so anxious i am better now like two years in but when i first started i wouldn't eat anything i was the same and i, I um, said last time that i didn't even eat after the show which show very different you had to fill up and even now if it was like a big gig if it was like i say big because they're all important but if it was something where i was anxious for or a lot of pressure for then i would i would go back to that whole oh i feel sick all day kind of thing and how we are feeling is often reflected by what we order in our McDonald's meal. So, play the <laughs> clip. Two triple cheeseburgers. Oh, hi. Can I have four triple cheeseburgers? A la- large coke? A large coke. A large coke, a large oasis, and two large fries, please. Yeah, uh, Just barbecue sauce, please. Yeah, No, that's all, thank you. That's a lovely I can't believe we just stopped it <laughs> Hey, well, clearly, clearly we weren't too arsed at that point, but we were only 10 minutes into the journey. Yeah, so because we were just 10 minutes in, um, yeah, I could eat, <laughs> as you could hear. Um, I felt absolutely fine. So that was quite good for me because I would normally be a little bit anxious even at the start of a journey. But um, yeah, I think we were quite, we did quite well. Didn't we, we were quite jovial, is that the word? Jovial. Yes, I think we were jovial. But yeah, so basically when a, when a trip's so long, you know, you, you, the gig isn't close enough for you to feel, you know, oh, too Oh, I don't know. I've drove to Wales, not uh, being able to eat. Have and that you? Was seven hours. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get really bad sometimes. But I think, like, obviously, like I said before, I'm two years in, so I, I do feel like that that's slightly getting less. Yeah, that's like, right. I remember the first time I noticed it, I was doing a gig in Glasgow, and I'm... Normally, I wouldn't eat at all. Absolutely not. Maybe try and have something before I left. But going up to Glasgow, I stuffed two sandwiches in my mouth and I thought, oh, maybe the nerves are slightly <laughs> dropping. So I am getting a lot better. But yeah, it is It is something that you have to work on, isn't it? And kind of watch. So as we got closer to the gig, we did another recap, kind of checking in on how we were feeling, trying to bring you with us and sharing that experience with us. So we'll play that clip. Hello, we're coming back with a little update. We're uh, just we're around about 40 minutes away from the venue. Stuart, how are you feeling for the gig? Uh, I'm feeling okay. I am starting to get nervous. I'm starting to feel a little bit nervous now. Oh, you are? I am, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, as ready as I'll ever be. 
I suppose so. Myself, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm feeling a bit tired. I will be honest. I've absolutely battered Stu's head because we've had the Christmas songs on in the car, and unfortunately, I've known the words to all of them. So he has got my rendition of it. And yes, it has been ongoing for about the last hour. And a half. <laughs> um, but no, I don't know. It's a funny one tonight. I think we're both just a bit tired. Aren't I we? think that's it. When you're so tired, it's almost like you don't have the energy to be nervous or worry. I think I said to you back there, didn't I? Like. Um, Sometimes it's hard when you don't feel like you want to be even funny. Yeah, it's hard to switch that on, it's isn't fine. it? It's finding it now, isn't it? And it's like this last half hour, 40 minutes driving, it's like getting that energy back up. And, yeah. Anyways, we'll uh, tune back in with you in a, in a maybe mid-show. We'll see how we feel at the show, shall we? We'll come back then. And as you can probably tell, we didn't do a mid-show recording, uh, but that's because... Well, we couldn't. We couldn't because, well, the gig threw us a little bit of a curveball. So me and Stuart agreed, didn't we, to to do uh, this gig because we were told it was a lovely little theatre, all right? And that is, yes, that's why we... And it's still true, it still is a lovely little theatre. It is. But not that nice, okay? <laughs> so what happened was, is there was... And a, this is no fault of anyone, is it, other than... We had a good laugh about it, don't worry. Uh, so, wh- yeah. We're just trying to sell uh, the, the true experience of what happened on the night. But we are going to go back so, and enjoy it. So picture the scene. Me and Connor have drove two hours 40. <laughs> <laughs> we're tired after work, but we're going to a lovely little theatre and it's an experience that we both want to do and it's... <laughs> It it didn't turn out like that. We, we turn, by the way, Sheffield. I was driving there. Uh, well, you, you were, were driving impressed, there. Weren't you? I, I was impressed. I actually quite liked the city. But then when, when shout we out parked, to Sheffield, shout out to Sheffield, choo choo. <laughs> but when we parked up right in this theatre, bear in mind that is the words we were given. We got outside, and <laughs> well, all the money went on the interior. Me loves <laughs> it did. It, it did look close little... down. But when we got in, it was gorgeous, me loves. It was gorgeous. It was. Absolute beautiful venue. Lovely bar. It was all done out. Speaking of bar. <laughs> so what had happened is... Oh, <laughs> speak, and, and the poor promoter, and he did a really good job of like even getting the night to go ahead. What had happened is they had double booked the little theatre room um, to a Christmas do, a Christmas yeah, function. A corporate. So chucked us in the bar. But the bar... Wasn't even like a sealed off bar. It was like seating down one side for the comedy and then a busy bar. A busy bar for the work to that was happening next door. So people coming in from the party, getting bladdered on drink and then stand at the bottom. It was just a bit... So picture being on stage and then just like a crowd of people coming drunk, ordering shots and you're just kind of carrying on like and people are distracted and it wasn't ideal. And the best thing is is the people coming in from the party next door didn't have a clue why there was someone at the front of the room with yeah. a microphone trying to crack jokes. It and was just... Especially for my set because I'm in a glittery court. Know, you're in a glittery court doing psychic trying to talk to someone's dead nana and they're and coming they're, in. And they're just coming in look, like looking like as if to say what's going on and then they're just like you can just hear glasses being smashed they were making cocktails. E- <laughs> my God, yeah, and Stuart said, bless you. Oh, yeah. E- you did try. No, <laughs> it's because... It's so because... my set, I went last, didn't I? You did? Headliner. And, and Headliner. <laughs> and I did do well, and that's only because I always ask Connor, and because when I'm upsta- on stage, this is interesting, and it's very true, I couldn't tell you if I got a laugh or not, because I'm too, like, in the moment, it's weird. So I always ask Connor, and he's always very honest. And Connor, to be fair, you said, no, you did really well, but halfway through, you lost it a bit. But then you said it wasn't you. But it wasn't you. It was because people ordered cocktails. And my God, I have never seen a cocktail woman shake so 
violently. It was so loud. But didn't someone smash a glass? And then there was a drunk lass who was like climbing over this lad trying to get out of the seating booth. While I'm turning tricks on stage. <laughs> and she knocks this massive gin glass over, smashes all over his shoes. She goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Makes a big deal of it. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And then runs out the bar, past Stuart while he's performing on stage <laughs> crying. So, so I'm still on stage and people are now just looking at this woman's accident and looking at the guy who's been left covered in drink and you're just... stood up there with two coat hangers in your hands going oh can you feel a breeze <laughs> and everyone like no one's looking at me so um it was very interesting but you know what like all these gigs end up being good experience aren't they because there'll be like pro comics now listening to this well maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe they will and they'll be like well he should have been able to get the audience back and there's truth in that like i, I need to learn from that and how to you know, deal with those situations. And and I suppose I did deal with it. It was yeah. fine. And But I, I would always try and use it as a learning experience because there is kind of always ways maybe I should have caused a bigger drama on stage. To, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm already reflecting on that. But I mean, I'm sure I'll cover this on another podcast because I love to get into this stuff. But if a comedian is constantly saying that they've done really well or, oh my God, I'm smashing all these gigs, I'm like, what is the point of doing... An easy, brilliant room that, yes, it's plenty of fun, but if you're not learning from it yeah. and you're a new actor, yeah, what's the point of you doing it? We all like the ego confidence boost from doing like a main comedy club and that, but do the rough, shitty ones, the rough ones, yeah. and, and learn from them. And, and that's what I enjoy from it. And then discussing it afterwards. I'm just wanting to interrupt you there because if anyone's saying that, then if anyone, to me, if anyone's saying the smash in every gig, then they're probably not. No. Like, yeah. That's but you true. do get that. But, um, you, yeah, like I would say that you learn more from the kind of experiences that we had this week. Yeah, you learn more from a bad gig than you do a good one. And if you do a bad gig and you just come away saying it's a bad gig and you haven't learned anything, then... But you do question, don't you? Like driving home two and a half hours later, we'd like... It was 2.40, wasn't it? On the sat-nav, 2.43. But like driving home, you do think like, I'm absolutely knackered. I've got work tomorrow. Was it worth it? But then you make it worth it. Well, great point, because that is the next clip. All right, everybody, we're back in the Fiat 500 on the way to Newcastle from Sheffield. 10 past 11, just leaving Sheffield. And we've got two hours 40 to drive. Oh, Christ. Right, Stuart, let's get to it. How did you feel about tonight's gig? Well, it was very different, very different. And it wasn't what was expected. So I have mixed feelings, but it was good. It was really good fun, but slightly different because of a venue change when we got there, as in the room. So yeah, it was good. Um, I think we're both contemplating the, the whole driving thing. Yeah, and definitely. A long yeah. Way. But yeah, no, overall it was good and it was fun. Yeah, I, I honestly, this is the thing I really enjoyed tonight it was good fun with the circumstances we were under uh, with the venue change uh, changing rooms uh and I, I was just telling you to do this that i would have if, if this was a gig in newcastle and i had just done it i'd walk away from that gig being like oh my god great uh, lovely bit of fun on the evening doing that gig uh, can't wait to be back but then when you consider right now we've got a three-hour drive home and i've got work in the morning uh, that's when you start going oh god was it worth it and that's nothing against the venue it's it's more just against the circumstances which is we live so far away um but all in all thoroughly enjoyed the night um just a shame that newcastle <laughs> has geographical difficulties 
Do you think that's fair to say? Geographical difficulty. I'm trying to put it politely, all right? We live in the middle of fucking nowhere. So back in the studio. So that's how we felt on the night. And obviously you're tired and stuff at the time. And so how would you say you felt now about it, Connor? So I've reflected on it. Mm -hmm. um, And yes, it was worth it. Um, I think so as well. Yeah, yeah. it was good fun. And uh, the lovely promoter himself uh, actually says you would love to have us back in the uh, intended room. So... Yeah. It's definitely something to consider going back down because it was lovely. Oh, I would definitely do it. I think just in, when you're tired. But um, the promoter needs a shout out, actually, because he did so well, didn't he? Like, he literally turned that room round. He organised it very quickly. Some would have cancelled and he still pulled off. A lot would cancel, yeah. yeah. And he still pulled off a really good night. And, and to do a gig in December is like a pain in the arse anyways, let's be honest. Yeah. So, so yes. no, he did really well. Lovely, and thank you for having us if you're listening. We don't want to specify too many people because they might not want to be mentioned. I know, we need to ask. We did, however, ask the lady at McDonald's because, you know, when they take the order and take your money, I then said, we've just recorded your clip. Can we use it? And she was lovely, wasn't she? She yeah. was like, yeah, of course you can. Um, so thank you to the lady at McDonald's. We got her permission. So like we always try and hit on, it isn't glamorous all the time. It really isn't. And certainly Sheffield wasn't, as in the whole experience and the tiredness and the, the, the car journey. Um, and also, we'll not talk about it too much this time, but we will do a podcast on it. The financial aspect. Yeah, really. That's that's a really good point as well. Because comedy at the start, uh, it's annoying when people say, oh, is it a hobby? Because uh, it kind of downplays it. Because it's not, it's like, it, it's it's the start of a career, really, that, we, that I know I'm aiming to have. Um, but and also, it does cost at, at the start. Yeah, and also, like, you do get payment. And again, it's that whole Facebook thing, isn't it? Oh, like, you're doing so well. you got a gig in Sheffield. you got this, that, and the other. Yeah, but we pay to travel to Sheffield. And at our level, you don't get a lot of money. And you have to, it's awful, but you have to start weighing up, is it financially viable? And But that's for another episode, but something that we... Definitely worth noting. Noting, yeah. So we have had a very positive reflection, to be fair. Now we're back home and we've had a bit of rest. But uh, just for a bit of fun, I did <laughs> I did record uh, my thoughts at quarter to seven in the morning at work. So here is... A oh, I haven't heard me, this. This will be great. <laughs> a little clip of me being groggy and absolutely run down. Play the clip. Oh, <laughs> morning, everyone. Uh, <laughs> I am aware I sound as rough as a patch's arse, but nevertheless, I'm in work. It's currently quarter to seven in the morning. I've got five minutes until my start time, so I thought I'd bash this quick little voice note out. Uh, I got home, bless us. I got home about ooh, half one, quarter to two in the morning, uh, and had to wake up at quarter to six in the morning. So it's been early mornings all round. I've got a full day's work ahead of us. Uh, I mean, I've been in worse situations and running on less sleep, so I'm not doing too bad, despite the sound of my angelic voice. But hopefully I'll expand more on my opinions in the little box room. But I can say, looking back on the night, I am far more positive than I was in the car, just because I feel like when you're in the car, it's hard to stay positive, isn't it? Because you look at the sat-nav, it tells you, you've got two and a half hours left till you get home and then on the way home you find road closures and you end up going in big circles and you know getting a wee bit lost it's extra time onto your journey and all you want to be is in bed really so yeah all in all still worth it shattered 
I do have the same grueling schedule a day minus the three hour journeys. Uh, I had, I have had to change my plans up. For example, today I've got my eight hour full time job ahead of us. Um, after that, we were meant to be going for like a work party, Christmas do, but. I'm not going to make that. I'm going to go straight home, have two hours kip minimum, and then I've got to get up for another gig. Luckily, this one's in Newcastle, but yeah, absolutely ruined. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about the the roadworks. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, 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 that's just reminding me. <laughs> so we need to speak about this. So, like, of some horror film. That, <laughs> it was like a horror film. It's a horror film I've seen where they keep going around in a circle. It might have been like a Freddy Krueger or something. Blair Witch. Something like that. But anyway, we were on, like, the A1, wasn't it? Yeah. The A1M or whatever road it was. And it it took us off. So then we followed the the diversions. (laughs) But it took where it took us off was a really weird, like, square roundabout, wasn't it? That you had to cut across. So it was very noticeable. So we were taken off. And then we drove for 22 minutes. Because I can remember saying to you, it's put 22 minutes on the journey. And then, all of a sudden, we were back at the same, (laughs) the same square weird roundabout. And I was like, Connor... We've just been round in a big circle, and it was awful, wasn't it? I mean, I wasn't bothered because I'm the passenger princess, so it made no difference to me. But to you, you were mortified. You were. Pro- I was mortified because <laughs> I was just tired and wanting to get home. And, yeah. and then you realised you'd put 22 miles onto your journey, 22 minutes, sorry, and you were back in the same place. And I forgot about that. So I'm pleased. <laughs> I'm pleased you played that clip. But I think we've summed it up quite well, and I think we've got over the point, which we probably keep hammering home, that, you know, you see it on Facebook and everyone makes it look glam or tries to make it look like they're in demand or tries to make it look like they're very popular and doing really well. But actually... We're all in the same boat. And that's Facebook, isn't it? Or Instagram, or the truth is, we're all up and down the country doing these kind of gigs. Well, I think that's been a bloody good podcast, if you ask me. I understand, means you were just saying uh, in the background there that... Uh, it might not be as funny as the first podcast. Um, but sometimes it's not funny. <laughs> exactly. <that's what> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the life of a new comedian is not funny. Um, so, yeah, uh, I hope you got a good taste as uh, what a day in the life of a new act comedian is like, travelling up and down the country and open mics and things like that. Um, but next week we will be having a good Ooh. giggle back in the box room. We promise we'll be on top form. Connor's cold will have cleared. I know I am run down. But uh, yes, we'll uh, go over our 2023 achievements so far. Because we have done a bloody lot. Well, well I you have. have. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll exaggerate some clips that I've done. <laughs> I'll find some way of making it look good. And yes, and then I think we'll um, note down some 2024 career uh, resolutions. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Well, that might be more for the New Year one. We might have to fit a Christmas special like the Queen's Speech in first. Yes, we'll see if we can squeeze in time for that. You might get a bonus one. Who we knows? might have a jiggle. We might have a jiggle. But it has been a really good podcast and it's been lovely chatting to you, Connor Reed, And lovely chatting to you, Segic Stew. And remember, we'd love to have you email us in on funnynobodies at gmail.com. Get those comments in. Tell us what you like and we'll try and do more of it. All right, me loves. Uh, we will wish you all the best. Also, before oh. we go, tell us what you want to hear. There'll be Ooh, new, yes. new comedians out there who are thinking, hang on, I want to give this a go. Ask us. Go on then. Right, me loves. Uh, we will catch you next week. Uh, ta-ta. Ta-ra for now. <laughs>